The Gospel according to John, the 12th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Five days before the Passover, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming from Jerusalem to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written. Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. The Gospel of the Lord. As we shelter in place at home to prevent the spread of COVID-19, at our house we started watching Tiger King. It's a popular docuseries right now about Joe Exotic, who ran a zoo on his property that he called the GW Zoo in Oklahoma. He bred tigers and large cats in captivity, and he made lots of money. And in the docuseries, he explains that you can profit $100,000 off a tiger club with photos and things like that where you can make money from people. Yet, as you watch the show, you realize he reinvested over a million dollars a year or more into caring for over 200 large cats, tigers and lions and other types of cats. It's clear that Joe Exotic poured his entire life into taking care of these tigers and large cats. And this past January, he was sentenced to 22 years in prison. It's funny having society talking so much about a king as we celebrate Jesus as king on Palm Sunday. But what kind of king is Jesus? And what does that mean for us living through this coronavirus global pandemic? Well, Jesus is not a tiger king, but a donkey king. Jesus would be a donkey king. And what does that mean? As Jesus made his way into Jerusalem, he was given the highest honor of that day to have a parade thrown for him. And look at this parade. There's no chariot with stallions. There's no crown of jewels. No marching attendants. Just a colt, a young donkey. And the crowd was grabbing branches from trees to wave, putting down their own coats to make a path for him, and putting their coats on the donkey. So Jesus didn't even have a saddle. There's something so humble and reachable about this parade. It's also celebratory and grassroots as Jesus enters into Jerusalem. And after that fabulous parade, Jesus does not stay in Jerusalem. He goes back to Bethany to stay with his friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Now you remember Lazarus is the one whom Jesus raised from the dead. And the religious leaders of that day were very threatened 
They were on alert, watching Jesus, plotting to kill Jesus, but even to kill Lazarus, the proof that Jesus was divine and could control death. Jesus has an exciting moment being welcomed by the crowd in Jerusalem. Right now, we cannot imagine a crowd of people. That seems like a, an image from days gone by, and we wonder if in years to come, we will be able to gather in stadiums and crowds and have parades or not. We have to stay six feet away from each other or more. We're working together as a society to flatten the curve to protect our neighbors from the spread of COVID-19. But what kind of king is Jesus? Jesus is humble. Jesus is materially poor. Jesus is willing to put himself at risk. Jesus is a threat to the status quo. Jesus is loving. Jesus is selfless. As we begin this Holy Week, we can identify with Jesus and each other in new ways. The status quo has certainly been turned upside down by this global pandemic for us right now. We are all humbled by the amount of control and the lack of control we have to protect our parents and our kids and our families. We are all feeling at risk of catching this virus and becoming ill. Now, a word about the virus, because it feels like a biblical plague. I don't believe God sent this virus like a biblical plague. When the plague happened during the Passover in Exodus, the point was not for people to be sick and to be killed. The point was to tell the Pharaoh clearly and unequivocally, let my people go. The point of the plague in the Bible was freedom, love, and compassion. Our donkey Jesus, the king of donkeys, is with us in this global pandemic. And Jesus will see us through this difficult time. Jesus can teach us something through this suffering that we hold in common. And Jesus can grow our faith in every situation. So it's not that God sends these terrible situations to teach us a lesson or to test us. It's that God is with us and Jesus is with us and we can become stronger and learn something from every situation. So let Jesus teach us how to grow in compassion and empathy. God's good creation, our entire planet, is united against a common enemy right now, the enemy of a virus, COVID-19. And we're all becoming experts on how to wash your hands, face masks and PPEs, and how to avoid cross-contamination. Let us use this experience to be more compassionate and empathetic to others. For example, I'm allergic to nuts, and nut oils can cause all kinds of problems for me. If someone else handles a handful of nuts and then reaches for a pen and says, oh, here, use my pen, I cannot touch that pen because of cross-contamination. If I take their pen and get nut oils on my fingers and then touch my face, I will swell up and need to go to the doctor. If someone's eating peanut butter, I have to sanitize all the surfaces they have touched and not touch my face. 
So through this coronavirus experience, you now know what that's like for me. I don't think any of us would just carelessly take a pen from one person to another, and we're all watching our surfaces and our cross-contamination. So this is a way we can be more compassionate to people and more empathetic for struggles that they have every day. In terms of social distance, many of us don't usually have people avoiding us. I know when I go out for a walk, ordinarily people will greet me, say hi, smile at me. They will not cross the street to go to the other side, away from me, like they do now. African-American men have explained to me that people, especially white women, often avoid them and cross to the other side of the street when they see them coming. They often avoid getting on an elevator with them. Now we all know what that feels like, to have people avoid us. Through this shared health crisis, God can open our hearts to be more loving toward others. Again, God did not send this virus, virus to punish us, yet God can teach us something while we deal with reality. God offers us growth and meaning every day. Through this coronavirus experience, let your compassion grow, let your empathy for others grow. Remember that Jesus has compassion for you as you care for yourself and as you care for others. As you care for others, remember to continue to care for yourself. It's very easy to get thrown off balance and to turn into someone who's burned out. Jesus does not want you to be burned out. For example, is there a spiritual practice for Lent that you've been using to get through this pandemic? If so, if it's helping you, continue it after Easter. Holy Week is starting, but I know a lot of us will continue our extra devotions and our extra prayers. I've been writing a daily gratitude list of five things I give God thanks for. I do this every Lent all through Easter because it's one of the busiest times of the year for me. And I'm going to continue doing those gratitude lists all through this pandemic until it is over. Remember also as you care for yourself to think of your neighbors in need and care for others. Jesus does not want you to be socially isolated. Pray for healthcare workers and cashiers, people providing essential services and on the front lines of this pandemic. Reach out to others by phone and social media. If you need a list of people to call, we know people who live alone with only a landline and I'm sure they would appreciate a call from you. Just contact our church office and we can give you a list of names and phone numbers. There are few things more humbling and equalizing than a global pandemic. Our donkey King Jesus is here with us to see us all through this difficult time. While so many doors are shut, let our hearts be open to grow in compassion, love, and empathy for others. Amen.